Whether a person uses a will or a trust to administrate an estate or to pass property needs to be carefully reviewed with your attorney. There are a lot of benefits to each. Uh, a trust document is becoming very prevalent today because it bypasses executor fees, probate fees, attorney's fees, uh, and a number of things that probate requires. In some situations, a probate just has to occur in a will's best avenue. But if you do elect to go with a trust, be sure your trust document establishes how your property is to pass. The fiduciary duties of a trustee are extreme. They're one of the highest duties under the law. They're the duties a man owes to his brother and the highest level of honesty and integrity in dealing is required. But the trustee is only responsible to execute the trust. If the trust is loosely drawn and doesn't have restrictions on the trustee as to investment, investment powers, or if it doesn't dovetail into the Trust Act, or have other protection, the trustee has a lot more latitude than would an executor or someone administrating an estate who is answerable directly to the court through accountings and inventories. Uh, the fiduciary duty requires the trustee to put only the interests of the beneficiary at hand and not to be reckless and to do what is necessary to produce income to distribute that income to the beneficiary and eventually the principal, all according to how the trust is drawn. Um, the trustee should take the assets immediately possession and put them to work and not let them sit there uh, and not earn income. Uh, you shouldn't delegate powers to someone who is inappropriate or unable to do what he should do under the trust. He may use delegates to further the interest of the, of the beneficiary uh, in uh, expertise of investment, but you should pick a trustee that has some basic idea about finance, risk, and making money grow. In today's economy, that's a, that's a high task for anybody. But generally, it should be someone that A, you trust, and B, is smart with finance. Because his hands is going to be tied with the rest according to the trust document. It is one of the highest degrees of integrity that are required and a beneficiary, subject to the terms of the trust agreement, is entitled to an accounting annually or upon request. Where are my assets? Where are, better stated, the trust assets? What are they earning? And what is the probabilities for the future? Some of the benefits of a trust is the fact that you can bypass Probate. Probate can require a bond, that's money down the drain. It can, assuming there's an honorable executor or trustee, it can bypass a significant attorney's fees and it can bypass the expenditure of time a probate requires in the filings with the court. There are some probate procedures that are quicker and directly to the point that you have an independent executor and they're worthwhile. 
And in some situations, you just have to probate a will. But if you can create a revocable trust, then if you wish to change the terms during your life, you can simply make the changes to the trust. You don't receive some of the tax advantages by doing that. But unless you have a very, very large estate that exceeds the exclusions for taxes, it is a way to leave your family, your wife, your loved ones, your children, your church, or wherever you wish your bounty to go in such a way that they actually get it. And it doesn't all, money doesn't all go to lawyers and trustees and executors.